Hello, podcast listeners. You're listening to another episode of The Long Journey Home. I am your host, Corbin Johnson, and it is time for the long-awaited emissary review. Uh, and and I, I did delay on this. I was not sure what I wanted to say about this, but I think, I hope I have come to my senses and figured out exactly what I want to say about this set. So, I wanted to start off with saying that in general, I found our solution to the problem of what are we going to do to subfaction these affiliations from the early parts of the game, the Federation especially. How are we going to make these interesting and playable again? Uh, the solution that was decided upon, it works. I'm not sure how it could have been done better, but at the end of the day, I still have reservations about it. Particularly the um, uh, the the ease and streamlinedness was was good. It, it helped new players come into the game. I hope. I mean, I didn't really meet. I mean, I, I was able to get two uh, old one e players to play some block and some OTF thanks to these mechanics, because they were so straightforward and they were encouraged to give 1E a try again. So, you know, that's that's good. And probably at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Could we have done it better? Uh, probably. We maybe could have done something about the two draws. That was really easy and very encouraging. And Worlds was definitely dominated in 2013. Um, was it 12... in? I guess it was 2012. Gosh, it's been a long time. Um, anyway, uh, there was there was a, a lot of people playing it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and at the end of the day, we made some free play engines that were easily accessible. They were good. They were really good. Frankie military operations was was great, and that that ruled the scene. And battle was annoying, but those don't have to do with the selection. So. It was, it was a crutch, I think. A design crutch. We embraced it. The community seems fairly okay with it. And hopefully it was good. And I guess I, I, I probably didn't really emote my best ideas on the reservations I have for these. But uh, I just wanted to start there because that's what Emissary did. Emissary said, this works for TNG. Let's do it again. And uh, once we're done with this, we're never going to do it again. And that's good. We're, we're done with doing sub-factioning and in this kind of janky way. And it's not like we were going to go reprint all these cards and put an icon on them and say, Hey, look, ah, an icon. Ah. And we got it right. They put the icons on from the beginning and everyone was happy. So we 2 would one e And that's just what was done. We are moving on, and for the next year, we will be doing that again um, as we go through this block. So that's great. Emissary set up the block well, I think. I think we, we came in with a theme of trying to say, let's go explore, let's explore, and in particular, let's go explore the Gamma Quadrant. And I think this set sets it up well. It has another, let's see what's out there card for the Gamma Quadrant this time, and that does 
kind of that's kind of the cornerstone of that, and it says you are going to get four card draws if you go hang out in the Gamma Quadrant. Four card draws, strictly speaking, is better than Kivas Fajo, and at the same time, Kivas Fajo Collector, and it can't be mirror mirrored or mirror imaged. So that sends a strong message, I think, uh, again, and that's how it is. So good. Uh, we, you know, and and the Federation people were slathered with this Gamma Quadrant flavor text, and for better or for worse, it does send that signal that you should go explore the Gamma Quadrant. The Cardassians got a tool with Jassad to check out the Gamma Quadrant. The Bajorans are hanging out with the Feds, so they're going to go explore the Gamma Quadrant. I don't know what's going to happen with the Maquis and, the, and whoever's going to be in the third set. My guess is they will not be hanging out in the Gamma Quadrant, but exploration is the theme this 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 particular block or this particular set and to some degree i think we were able to pay on that a little bit for the last few sets though theme has been um, a challenge for the designers including myself we are serving several masters and theme should probably be the most central one we should come up with a theme and stick to it and go that every or nearly every card in the set should respect that theme and you know fixed problems and gameplay problems i think should be the second theme of any set or the second goal of any set and we've seemed to be using errata to take care of that issue of fixing gameplay gameplay problems there wasn't a lot of addressing of that or if any in the set and in fact i think we've caused some new gameplay problems and i'll get into that in just a minute but for now, we tried to get into the theme of exploration and also uh, the first stable wormhole hopefully is going to do some of that as well by making the spans lower and by making the objectives worth double. And hopefully that's good enough and using the commander's office with hereby invitation is going to allow players to download some objective that makes sense at the right time to go score a few extra bonus points listen to my last podcast for more on that and hopefully round the corner or make an easier three mission win because there were unfortunately a couple 30 point missions in this in this set and those two just don't make a lot of sense to me um why put a 30 point mission in your deck when you could put a 35 point mission in your deck unless the 30 point mission really is compelling and has to be really compelling and you don't see a lot of those so we will see how that pans out what else so the dilemmas i think were lackluster in this set i think they serve the purpose of being more toys for block and i think some block players are going to come up with interesting combos to do with them but they none of them break the power curve in my opinion but none of them are really kind of, I feel like they're just under the power curve. So we're going to see them in block. I don't think we're going to see them in constructed. And if that's how it has to be, that's how it has to be. The events, I think were awesome. Bajor for Bajorans and Tournament are the two that really stick out to me, really making the statement that you can play with trap cards and not have to worry about your opponent being in the Delta Quadrant and that you can play Bajorans and not have to play another affiliation. Very good. And those two cards by themselves, I hope, will change the game for the better. But uh, people like a whole set, and that's what we're doing right now. We're making whole sets. So 
those two cards were just fantastic to me, and those really stick out as two of my favorites. The time location, awesome. I hope it's not broken. I hope people use it as a legitimate draw engine. And if it is broken, then so be it. But time locations are cool, and cool time locations are even cooler. <laughs> so I alluded to some problems with the incidents. What I'm starting to hear from players is that holding control of your NOR is getting very difficult. Uh, especially when your play engine relies on you having a NOR or the Defiant out. So my guess is that players right now, we're going to get a, lot of, a little bit of whining, and that's okay. Players whine. Uh, not, that's not a bad thing. What, what is the problem is when players cannot adapt but have the tools... Players should adapt if the tools are out there. So here by invitation says you can also report to your USS Defiant. So whether or not that was just lucky planning or that was well-planned, I'm not sure. But that card, that, that particular back out is an interesting uh, way to kind of get around the problem of your NOR getting commandeered. So if you can early on get, get the Defiant out, and start playing your guys for free there. At least you've got some way around this. So, uh, I miss this office has the same problem, but uh, it, I, I think I miss this office may end up proving to be a little bit more popular because it may be easier to report for free with that rather than here by invitation. So, given the problem, you know, risk versus reward was. Is the risk of losing the Nor uh, worth the reward of getting to play certain guys for free? Uh, that's a interesting question that I don't know the answer to. And my gut is that it's not. Uh, the risk is not good enough. Or, or I guess the reward is not good enough to justify the risk. Maybe it is. Maybe there's going to be a way to uh, eventually not have to worry about this as much. And for now, we'll see. Uh, Another thing, another thing that uh, I feel like this set missed in the supplemental and in the set is some kind of brig for players in block. We've got the only brig that's available is security holding cell, and you can only use that if you're in control of Deep Space Nine or Terok Nor, because there is no other Nor in the block, and that's another thing that I kind of think is a problem. Deep Space, the set Deep Space Nine was smart in having a Nor for Cardassians or whoever that wanted to use a Nor. That your opponent, you don't have to worry about your opponent seeding it or not. And I think we might have missed the ball here on dropped it and we should have we should have kept or put like a universal Nor in or something. Or some way, something a little bit more assuring to allow players to have a Nor or at least a security holding cell where they could put their captives with internment. So, maybe these are things that can get addressed in the next sets. Maybe not. Uh, we're just going to kind of have to see if players are receptive to it. A lot of players, I hope, uh, find... And there was a lot of personnel in the set, right? And, you know, some of them are cool. Some of them are there for block. And some of them are just stupid. But, uh, and the stupid ones, I think, were a lot less than what we saw in, D in, in TNG. And that's a good thing. We really leveraged the uh, supplemental so that we wouldn't have to reprint a bunch or just make a bunch of little stupid background dudes. And I hope, my hope is that 
the the stars of the set kind of make up for any sort of binder fodder people find in the set. Now, that said, maybe maybe some of the missions are binder fodder. I say the more missions, the better. And I find some of the missions not terribly interesting. I find them, you know, just, it's kind of cool, whatnot. But at least there are more missions, and more missions are good. Because in, in a limited format like Block, if you duplicate a bunch of missions... You tend to have less fun because of all the, you know, there's like six or seven or eight dilemmas under a mission, and no one really wants to go attempt that, and once you attempt it and the last one stops everyone, your opponent swoops in, you just get frustrated, and it's annoying. But it's the risk versus reward. So more missions better is very good, and there weren't a lot of ships in this set either, and I don't know if that is a good thing. It probably isn't. Uh, we, there's enough ships, but not many ships. And there's ships in the supplemental, and that's good, but maybe we could have used more ships. I, I did notice that the Baraka has, is not in any player's deck, and I guess I'm not really surprised. I know it was kind of Charlie's pet project, as he, as he mentioned, on articles and whatnot, but yeah. Um, maybe it's, you know, it's kind of cool. It was a fun episode, and top-down design's fun, but in a limited set like this, every card counts. And and we can keep those in, you know, we had the dilemmas and we had to do what we did with them because it's in order to make the starters work. We had to cut cards, we added cards and all that, and the set as it is on a whole is pretty good. And I feel it's, I don't know if it's the Maybe it's the best one offering that we've come up with. Uh, Resistance is Feudal was pretty good. Uh, where would I rank this amongst the others? So, I guess, what's my favorite of the sets that the one has that Oney's put out um, in the CC era? I really did like Shades of Grey. At least, what we tried to do with it. It gave everyone a little something. It brought back pack cards in an interesting way. Uh, made Armus very interesting. I really did enjoy playing with the Armus mission for a while there. And the Shades of Grey, Brutality and Anguish and all that were, were interesting. Dyson Sphere Door was a great idea. And that's I think that's what I really love from the set. Um, and the, and Dilemmas that download more Dilemmas was, was, I think, a good idea, but it slows the game down. That's the problem with it. Um, so, not to get too much off topic... Uh, I, I guess it was an interesting design space to explore. And I don't know if Shades of Grey was better than the set. And it's hard to compare the sets because of size and theme and what we're trying to do. And this set does make sense for right now. People wanted Deep Space Nine. We said we were going to give them Deep Space Nine. That's what we gave them. And we set ourselves up. I think we set ourselves up well for the next two sets. So the most important things were taken care of. That I'm proud of. That is exciting. Did we knock it out of the park? No. No, because I think we caused too many gameplay problems with the two, uh, with I Miss This Office and Hereby Invitation. We're going to see if those shake out, and we're going to see if things can get better with that. But for now, the set is kind of interesting. I don't know if players are going to go check out the Gamma Quadrant. I think we gave them enough tools to do it, though. And... Maybe once Colony comes back and we're going and making new Bajor, 
we're going to see the Bajorans even more want to go to the Gamma Quadrant, which is great, and especially on their own. And I think, you know, maybe it's time to bring back Colony. That card alone, if that put it, was put into block, wow, what a crazy change we would all see. It would be pretty cool. Um, would it be great? I don't know. But it would be definitely interesting. Uh, so what would I have done differently with the set? I, um, I guess, I don't know. What happened? We playtested the hell out of this thing, and we still missed things. So maybe we needed to listen to more players. Maybe we needed to have more feedback. If we hadn't have had that Gen Con thing with people uh, checking out the starters, this set would have been, people would have been angry. It would have been terrible, I think, with uh, with our previous scheme for the starters. So, thank goodness for it. The lesson I learned from this set, for me, is that we need more eyes on this on all of our projects. And I think we should be more open to public suggestion. That That's a separate goal for me, just in general, that I maybe want to talk about later. But for now, we need more scrutiny on these, on these um, cards. And we need more playing, and I think... The developers, I know maybe some of them were playing these cards. I know I didn't. And I think if I had just sat down and tried to build a deck with the cards, I think, boom. And, and people are probably kicking, they're probably hating me when I say that. I think some of you are probably going, wow, he didn't play with his cards? What the fuck is wrong with him? Um, I didn't. I, I just, I didn't have time for it. And that's kind of the dilemma of working as a volunteer. I've been, I was super busy during the uh, creation of this project. But I knew I was in good hands working with TV and Charlie. And, you know, again, we delivered on the main goals, but more eyes, more scrutiny. And those things would have made for a a set that would have knocked it out of the park, I think. And, um, yeah, we took some risks. Um, More risks are good, in my opinion. Um, Maybe it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if we didn't have to clutch on Reshape the Quadrant. But again, limited time, and it just made sense. So that's fine too. And we all agreed early on we're going to reshape the quadrant. We're going to use a reshape the quadrant, and we're just going to go with it. And, uh, rather than cause a fuss, let's just let's just get this done. So, all right. So, um, out of five stars, at least a three and a half, maybe a four. You know, solid three and a half for sure. Maybe even four stars on this. It was a good set, and I'm excited to play with it, actually. Now that I have time to play with it, I'm starting to build a Cardassian deck. I talked about that earlier. I want to build... I just want to build all the decks that are out there for what's going on in, in this set, because there's a lot of things that are that are at least uh, possible opportunities and things to try in this set, so I'm excited. So, um, closing thoughts. So, you know, keep in mind that, you know, we are a volunteer organization, uh, and I think hopefully we do listen to feedback and um, I'm kind of not, I'm not the guy that takes care of the feedback, but um, I, and I'm sure everyone that was on the design team, we read the boards and, um, and I hope that the next set will keep in mind everything we are looking at and is being played in this set with all of this and we'll make the right decisions and the right calls uh, to make the next set even more interesting. And I really hope that, you know, we, ha- we take more risks, we get more feedback, and we just all around keep our eyes open and 
try to avoid any brokenness. And thank goodness the set wasn't more broken. <laughs> um, and thank goodness we have an errata system in place. And thank goodness that our players uh, are just faithful. And, you know, they, we all love this game so much that we're willing to put up with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of churn and a little bit of uh, trying to figure out things, get our sea legs and all that good stuff. So... Um, yeah, you know, I'm excited to kind of see what else the CC can come up with. So for now, uh, please enjoy the set, try new decks, have fun. Let me know what you think. Let the boards know what you think. Uh, I, I, I didn't come into this with the, uh, explicit purpose of hoping you donate for the CC to the CC. That's really not my bag, but Hey, uh, if you like the set, donate, <laughs> please, uh, keeps the lights on. I don't get paid for this, and no one asked me to ask for that, actually, but I just feel like it's, you know, the right thing to do, and I I donate um, every so often uh, when I can, and I definitely buy a lot of tournament kits, um, uh, yeah, so I, I love everything that we're trying to do, and I, um, yeah, it's really good, so that's it, uh, questions, comments, or concerns, you know where to call 267-CALL-CPJ or send me a PM on the message boards. And if you want, uh, I will play your voicemail on the air. All right. Corbin Johnson signing off saying so long and thanks for all the trek.